I could wrap us in. Yeah, you could wrap us in. You you can try to wrap us in. Here, let me give you a beat. I got I got a, I got a hot beat here to wrap you in. I don't know how to freestyle. You don't know how to freestyle? Don't be a fool. Come watch that might be cool. And then go to school. Oh come on, here you go. It's right in the beat. Oh yeah, listen to that beat just popping. That bass. Come on, you can do it. Yeah. That might be cool. Take your kids to school, but never play a fool because you're such a tool. And flex your muscles (laughs) if you had them. I got none. That was kind of rude. It's all right. I mean, it's true. (laughs) Do you have any food? There you go. There you go. You got it. I'm in the mood. Don't give me any attitude. (laughs) Yeah? Nothing else rhymes with that. Nothing. Nude? No. Nude? No, none of that. No, no nude. Yeah, I know. We don't, we don't, we, this is a family friendly podcast. Family friendly. <laughs> Welcome, TMBC. Uh, we're, we're, we're that, back. That was the intro. I think so. Don't use that rap. That was not even rap. That was me mumbling <laughs> in the microphone. I mean, do you want to, do you want to try again? Do you want to get a, a no, big old no. freestyle going again? No, I'll just rap, I'll just rap, uh, uh the, are, the, the, the alphabet aerobics. Alphabet aerobics. You did. You did. I, I did it. Say, I told you. I did. I was gonna do it, and I did. Can, it. Do it. can you do it without the music? I can do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, everybody. So two or three weeks like, ago, yeah, two or three weeks ago, Chase said he was gonna learn how to do the alphabet aerobics by Black Alicious. <laughs> so it sounds. It sounds as if uh, Chase has got it. I yeah. Mean, I, I mean, think, I'm really good at memorizing lyrics. I'm not freestyle. Uh huh. So. I can memorize other people's lyrics and sing it kind of fast. So do you so do you think you'd be able to do it without a beat? Without a beat? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it might not sound very cool, but All right, it, let's 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 give it a shot. Right now? Ready? Begin. Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I assault and I make things. Broken barriers bounded by the bomb beat. Buildings are broken, basically I'm bombarding. Casually create catastrophes, casualties, canceling cats, got their canopies collapsing. Detonated diamond dang daily doing dough. Demonstrations done, dot on the download. Eating other editors with each and every energetic, epileptic episode. Elevated etiquette. Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic. Furious up, funk, felt, feeding the fanatics. Gift got great global goods, gone glorious. Getting godly in his game with the glorious. Hit him high, hell high, historically. Hey, holocaust him. Hear him holler at your homeboy imitators that allows I intimidate in an instant. I'll rise in an irate state, do stomach jams like Jerry Curl, Jock and Joy Jesley, just me writing my journals. Kindly, I'm kindling all kinds of ink on. Credit kicked out Brits in my kingdom. Let me live a long life. Lyrically, lessons is learned. Them, those you just lose to my livery. My mind makes marvelous moves, masses. Marvel and moon when you mark what I'm after. Nid is knowing I'm nice naturally. Neck never like make noise nationally. Auto. Operation opposition of not optional, out of sight, out of mind, wide beaming opticals, perfected poems, powerful punchlines, pummeling petty powder puffs in my prom. Quiet quaint quotes keep quiet as quantum quarters. I got a quote of what we got. Really well raps, rising up rapidly, riding rushing radio activity, super scientific sound starts off. Silencing super fire saps turns off. Tales in time talented, too tough. Take that challengers, get a tune up. Universal, unique, untouched, unadulterated, the raw uncut, bred by slower, victorious valid, violate vibes that have been making manners. Well, all well with a wide earth pinches. We went up boards, we depot merchants, Xerox, some extra Asian hosts, extra large, extra and xylophone toads. Yellow back, yak back, the orange yards, just sail on your cellar, yawn, zigzag zombie, zoom in the zenith, zero and zenith, overzealous rhymes, zealots. That was awful. Oh my gosh. Ah, <laughs> oh, my heart is like beating. I mean, you got, you got all the words. You just got, you got too fast. You got way I was trying to get it quick. Song. I didn't yeah. want people listening to a song for two minutes. <laughs> oh, dude, I was mumbling. <sighs> that was impressive. I mean, you still, I mean, it's still pretty obvious that you know all the lyrics. <sighs> I could do it better. And that's in how many weeks? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, so next week when, uh, when our technical difficulties are out of the way, We'll uh, we'll bring it in with a beat. 
and then see what see what we can do on that one. No way, dude. Oh come on, you can you do it. hear my my voice right now. It's like, <laughs> dude, you can do. The I beat. had it, and yeah, my voice is cracking right now. Yeah, no, next week. I don't know why. I feel like Devin. You know how every time we bring Devin on, he's always super nervous. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> my heart's beating. I'm like, like I'm rapping. You, you got a microphone. This You're, is like, holy crap! <laughs> your rap career started. You're like no. Jimmy Rabbit. Jimmy Rabbit. Yeah, from Eight Mile. Did you ever watch that? No, movie? I never saw it. You never saw it, Mel? Mm-mm. I wanted to. It's pretty decent. It's I mean, it's not great, but it's pretty decent. But <laughs> that was that was good though. I'm impressed. Especially especially that you were able to to memorize those lyrics in the short amount of time that you had. Because you actually, on the way to Deadpool, or on the way back from Deadpool, you uh you did it. Or was it on the way to? It was on the way to. Oh, okay. Um I was more cool, calm and collect. Yeah, CCC. Yeah, I messed up the Xerox X radiation holes, extra large excite letters on xylophone tones part. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 I was so of course, pissed. I got course. to the end. X is at the end, <laughs> and uh, I got I messed up. I, I had it perfect too. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I I think I can speak for the entire audience when I say that I'm really disappointed in you. I know <laughs> that was awful, dude. I can't even believe I did that bad. No, I think I think you did okay, man. <laughs> I had to replace one word. Yeah. An N-word. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. I try, I tried to throw in knitters. Like <laughs> like knitting. <laughs> that starts with a K though. It doesn't matter. It's it starts with an N. There's lots of words that don't start like extra doesn't even start with I guess that's I guess that's an fair. X. So you're just you're just going by the sound. Yeah. I should have done it at like a normal beat though. Yeah. So it probably would have sounded better. I was like trying to go I can actually go faster than that. Yeah, if you had like a metronome, then you probably would have been good. No, I'd I do it like when I'm driving in my truck. Uh huh. I don't know why. <laughs> just like I always rap that song. I do that too, dude. I, I, I sing along to a lot of stuff in the car. Like sometimes I will wear my voice out singing in the car. I'll do like Metallica or like even like Blink. I don't Mitty scream. Too. Like I, I like rap songs. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I'll rap too. Like I, I do a lot of, which is ironic because I kind of hate him. But Kanye. I hate Kanye. Really? I, I, I do a lot I of Kanye. Know. Actually, I've never listened to Kanye. But really, I don't know. Every time I hear him rap, mm-hmm. I heard one song. Okay, I'm going off of one song. Okay. But every time he raps, it's like how we were rapping in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's like he enunciates the word he's rhyming at the end of each sentence. <laughs> it was just the one song, so I'm I can't say that I you know. Yeah, I mean he he kind of does, but I don't know he in his songs he's got some pretty pretty clever wordplay. I'll, I'll give him that. Does he? Yeah, I've heard some pretty crazy wordplay in some of the rap music I listen to, like yeah. Army of Pharaohs uh-huh. and like Jedi Mind Tricks. Mm-hmm. Like they say weird stuff though, but like some of their lines, it's like, dang, that's a good line. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. <laughs> that was dope. Um, did we? I'm trying to remember if we did. Have we covered DC Rebirth yet on the show in the last two or three weeks? No, not for a while. I don't think the so the the new sort of reboot event that DC is about to do. Mm-hmm. We we haven't covered that. Okay. So uh, well, what with the no no we'd cover the last one with Batman robot Batman yeah we covered DCU DC I don't know the DCYOU whatever I never read any of those really they honestly I I enjoyed a lot of them um, did you read a bunch yeah I read a good amount of them especially like the first two or three issues of a lot of them and I'm actually going back right now and reading a lot of them like Omega Men is fantastic um, Omega Men yeah Omega Men who's Omega Men there it's a a group of uh, of alien. Uh, I guess you could call them extremists. Awesome. It's really interesting. It's like it's almost like a terrorism story. Um, but it's also, so at the very at the very beginning of the series, they kill Kyle Rayner. Oh man, he's a cool dude. Wasn't cool he a dude. White Lantern? He was. He was the White Lantern. The there's only one. There's only one. 
You you should read Omega Man. I, I recommend anybody if you recommend. You keep it. saying that, and I keep hearing Mega Man. And I'm like, I would read a Mega Man comic book. We're actually we're gonna be doing the uh, the Mega Man. Um, oh shoot, what's it called? The Ultimate Collection or whatever for some game on videos. So, you dude, I'll play Mega Man X. I know every little <laughs> nook and cranny of that game, and I'm good at it too. Yeah, can have the best, but I'm pretty good. I, well, I think I'm pretty good. I think we should. I think we should do that for a game on pretty soon. I have it on the Mega Super Man? Nintendo. Really? I don't know what my Super Nintendo is, but I have that game. It's sitting on my shelf. It's like my prized possession. Well, I might just get a, a Retron, and then uh, Dude, then we can do it. Get one. Uh, Frick yeah. Well. Mega Man is the Throw that bomb. In. So I used to play Mega Man in Super Smash, uh-huh. um, and then I found out that Mega Man kind of sucks. Yeah. If you suck, then you're going to suck as Mega Man. Totally. So I switched to Cloud uh-huh. once they got it, and I'm actually really good with Cloud. Really? But... I've been playing with Cloud a lot. Uh-huh. I went back to Mega Man, and I'm like, oh, man, got to get, get back to my roots, because I was yeah. the Mega Man at work. We play at work. <laughs> yeah, I was a Mega Man. And, uh, man, Mega Man's hard. Yeah. So hard, because all, uh, all his moves are you, you, awkward. You killed me pretty hard with, uh, with Cloud the other day. What, were we playing? And you, mm-hmm. Where were we? Devin's? Yeah, we were at Devin's, me, you, Devin, and Dustin. Yeah. All played. Uh, I I was still Ike, and I just I got I got pretty trashed. Like I think the highest I finished was third. Dude, shield man. I I never shield. My Dude. that's my entire strategy is never blocking. That's a horrible strategy because if you play Devin <laughs> and Dustin, man, they're always like shield, shield, shield. I know shield. they are. And like and then they wait for you. So I always get beaten by them. But the other day, I, I don't know if I told you this, but me and Devin are playing, and I'm like I'm gonna switch up my strategy. And I went from being like really bad and dying. Mm-hmm. He always beat me. All of a sudden, I'm two stocking him, dude. Really? I don't think Devin would like me saying that. Hey, he'll did, on record. I Devin, beat Devin, three times in a row, and two of them I two stocked him, and he was like, "What the crap?" And Devin, like, now you know my frustration, man. <laughs> it's just hard to lose so many times. If Devin doesn't like you calling him out like that, then he's got to come on the show and defend himself. And, oh, and, I'm calling you out. Yeah, Chase is calling right. you out, Devin. Yeah. Not For only that. New, uh, what is it, Game On? Yeah, for Game On. Not only that, he's got to come on the show and talk about it, but then we got to do some Game Ons and actually get to the bottom of this and find out who's really the best. I don't know, dude. It was kind of like a fluke almost. <laughs> now I say that after... after of course, after, okay. after talking Afterwards, yourself up. But no... Now, now, that it, now that the heat's coming on, Chase is just backing I only did down. It, I only did it three times, and then he, he, he quit. Really? So I, I, I want to take him on again. Yeah, no, we... And I hope it wasn't a fluke. This time, this time we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to record it, too. All right, yeah. We're gonna do a game on and uh, and do no, it I'm right just this time. Beat but... Dustin, freaking <laughs> projectile, he's really good at throwing those things. Dude, Dustin is the worst. I feel like <laughs> I feel like if Dustin was anybody but Link, I could. He's I actually could pretty good with floor. with other characters. Really, and it's like more fun because he's so good at timing his projectiles. Um, I don't know. The last time I was playing him, I was getting I was getting decent. Like I like I can dodge him and stuff. Yeah. but he's just so persistent all the time. And then he's like. <gasps> Grabs me. Uh huh. He does that every time. <laughs> I'll figure out how to beat him one day. We'll one, beat him. We'll day. beat him. He's never been on the show either. No, he never has. And so I, I think that he that is might Devin's be Devin's little brother for anybody who yeah. cares. If you remember Devin from was the last episode he was on like the Mad Max episode? Probably. Holy crap, dude! I, I heard he's. We have the similar voice, or we talk the same. You kind of do talk pretty similarly. He talks slower than me, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, dude. He talks. Yeah, like for you, you're like, yeah. oh, dude, and he's like, oh, dude. You know. <laughs> That's <good>. all right. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. 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 Where's my car? I don't know, dude. Where's your car, dude? That happened to us. 
Really? Don't, don't judge. Are you kidding me? We lost the Suburban in Park City. <laughs> we, we, we couldn't get a parking spot up close, so we like park in some random parking lot uh-huh. and jumped on the bus mm-hmm. and we couldn't figure out which bus because we forgot i mean we we're like 16 17 years old and uh we we're like, like freaking heck where did we park we got on a bus that took us through deer valley and then we got back off at park city the resort and we're like i have no idea and it turns out we were like like a football field away really just over this hill <laughs> and across the field uh-huh. and i was like i was like oh over hey this field and across the field like we just randomly like let's go through that guy's backyard and maybe it's over that way. I feel like it's that way, and we found it. But we're like, there it is, dude. We found our car, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I promise we're not that dumb. Yeah, but like you probably are though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so for the listeners out there who don't read comic books, uh, you might not be familiar with how often comic book publishers uh, decide to hit the reboot switch and start over. It's been happening a lot in the last few years. Uh, in 2011, both DC and Marvel had reboots of their own. Of their own, Marvel's was more of a soft reboot where they kept all their continuity, but kind of started over from ground zero without really acknowledging the the last you know 50 years of stuff without really referring it too much. Referring to it too much. Uh, so in 2011, Marvel had what they called Marvel Now, and DC had what they called the New 52. With DC, it was almost an entire line-wide complete rebooting and retelling um or altering of of origin stories Uh, and the idea was that they'd make their stories more accessible for for new readers and things like that and and kind of modernize a lot of their stories uh which largely actually worked it brought a lot of new blood into comics um but did kind of piss off uh longtime fans so for for somebody like chase the new 52 was awesome because you burned through at least half of the new 52 titles uh, mainly just Aquaman and uh, a little bit of the Justice League. I oh the first yeah. When you say a little bit though, you mean like thirty issues? <laughs> yeah, thirty issues of Aquaman. Uh-huh. Aquaman was dope. Uh, like the first year mm-hmm. of Justice League and Justice League of America. I tried to, but mm-hmm. I never finished. Uh, freaking Batman stuff, Batman Red Hood. Really good. Yep. So I don't All know that universe. Yeah, and then I don't know. It gets confusing. Yeah, it does. And I that- kind of just I don't like. I wanted to read everything and like tie into all the stuff and like read every single story. Now I'm kind of just like, well, whatever story is cool, I'll read it. Yeah. So, so DC for, uh, let's see, for five years, um, DC ran with the new 52 and kind of had their new continuity. And the further along it went, the more, I mean, the better the quality, like better quality stories began to, to emerge. And, and overall the quality of their entire line of comics was improving over those four years. But the hard part was that they tried to keep a lot of the continuity that they used to have, but compress it into about five years' time in their hypothetical uh, universe. So Batman went through about five Robins in five years and somehow didn't notice a pattern. Um, like after Jason Todd died, he's just like, yo! Yeah, he's, he's like two days later, next, he's like, Tim next. Drake, get over here. I'll call you Red Robin so you'll be different, but you're pretty much the same still. Because somehow Tim Drake was never Robin. And so there, there were issues like that where they, they disregard certain things. Uh, there were certain characters like Wally West uh, or Donna Troy, who Wally West was the original Kid Flash. Uh, you might know him from the, the new TV series now. Uh, and then Donna Troy, who was Wonder Girl. Neither of them existed for about three and a half years of the new continuity um, until they finally brought them back in and sort of changed their origins a bit. But kind of none of it ever really added up. Um, and so there was, there was just a lot of consistent continuity issues within DC where 
certain characters were getting disregarded or changed around or people had an issue with small things like, uh, you know, Superman's suit is Kryptonian armor rather than being like a suit that is... Uh, um, Spandex? That is his aunt made, yeah. Uh, or his, I guess she calls him, yeah, his mom made Ma Kent. Um, yeah, the spandex, like, in, in original continuity, it was something that Ma Kent made. Um, and then in the New 52, it's like kind of like in Man of Steel, where it's sort of this Kryptonian armor that he finds, um, or that came with him in his pod So or what happens if he ruins it? Uh, well, in, you know, in the old continuity, he'd just, you know, get it sewn back up. Like, Ma Kent would, would fix it up for him. And I think he, at some point, like, had, like, multiple outfits and stuff, but, yeah. Yeah, whatever that one, uh, I read, Rebirth or whatever. Yeah. He, like, fixes it oh, birthright. Mid, mid-battle by yeah. lasering it with his eyes. <laughs> by burning, melting it together. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. cool. No, and I like that stuff. And, and so a lot of longtime comics readers, uh, got turned off by the New 52 and, didn't really read much of it just because it was so different. You know, there were a few titles like uh, Scott Snyder's Batman where they had the Court of Owls and things like that. Um, Aquaman and uh, Green Lantern, Justice League. There were a few that were consistently really good in the New 52, but then a lot of the longtime favorite uh, runs like Teen Titans or, um, uh, let's see, apart from Teen Titans, yeah, I mean, like, they, they didn't do the Justice Society, which was a fan favorite comic, um, Batgirl was was pretty rocky for a while. Uh, Red Hood was hit and miss with certain people. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. And so they decided after after four years, they were in 2015, uh, or probably the end of 2014 is when they decided it, but it didn't launch until mid-2015, um, that they would do sort of a, not necessarily a, a reboot, but a kind of a reset where they would take a minute and refresh their whole line. Um, and instead of a, a big complaint that DC had had for a while was that they didn't give creators enough freedom to do what they wanted with their characters. And, you know, they were always too caught up in, in the continuity of their line and things like that. So in mid 2015, like we talked about on the show, uh, probably like what, 30 episodes ago at this point. Yeah, no. Um, Actually, probably, yeah, probably, it was probably like our fifth episode. It was one of our first. Yeah, it was. I remember talking about it. Yeah, it was a very early one. Um, they decided to do what, what uh, the event that was called DCYOU or DCU, where basically they would do this, uh, this uh, sort of crossover event called Convergence. Um, and that would be kind of this world universe changing event. And then after that, there would be a lot of uh, sort of subtle changes. A lot of the universe stuff would carry over, but the characters afterward would just kind of have a different look and feel to them. Um, you know, the the two series that kind of championed that were Grayson and Batgirl, where Batgirl got a huge stylistic change. Um, it was a very lighthearted book, much more um, marketed towards millennials. And then Grayson is the book that uh, continued where Nightwing left off, where now Dick Grayson is um, dead to the world, but he's, uh, you know, living on in secret as a secret agent trying to infiltrate a, like an agency called Spiral. Um, and so th- those kind of prompted a lot of changes. And so then for the, for the DCYOU, they had a lot of sort of more bold creator-oriented choices where creators could not have to worry about the restrictions of continuity to create their stories. Um, and it was one of those things where rather than accomplishing what they hoped to accomplish for everybody, which was keep the same general continuity, but allow the creators to do whatever they want. Uh, 
they kind of alienated they they continued to alienate the older fans that had been reading DC for a long time but then the fans of the new 52 kind of got turned off cuz they were like well crap i just read all this stuff and now some of it's being totally disregarded and yada 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 so now we're approaching a year later um on those books and it's uh basically time that that they they decided that they'd kind of failed on on both and not failed but they they said that there was there were some missteps in a lot of the values that their uh old characters the characters that they've had for so long a lot of the things that made them them good and made them resonate with people had been sort of missing from the new 52 and from from dcyou um so upcoming this may they are they announced uh dc rebirth which is basically them taking the whole line uh, and and giving it a reboot. It's still unclear whether or not they're going to keep their their same continuity from the new fifty two and alter it a bit. Um, but really, what the the main thing that this is doing is bringing these characters, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, the entire you know the Teen Titans, all the characters that we kind of know from these you know uh, whether it's movies, TV, cartoons, all that stuff. And bringing them closer to who they are at their core and and bring them closer to uh, characters that are more identifiable with, you know, with really the main sort of audience. Um, so and most of those books are going to be focused on like the characters that we know in the TV shows and in the movies. So Batman, Superman, Arrow, Flash. Yeah, a lot of people were thinking they were going to copy exactly from uh, the new movie, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, they're going to be like look exactly like Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and yeah and everything um but i heard recently it's kind of they're just trying to focus on those uh, characters more exactly so you can i don't know i don't know like how that would work because a lot of the people i don't know what mm-hmm. they're the people they're looking for their demographic or whatever yeah well i think i think they're looking for basically just just anyone who hasn't read comics but is watching these movies and kind of wanting to to know more about these characters um you know because because that is one thing that these superhero movies have done is they've kind of breathed new life into the industry but the hard part is is like people will go to these comics and they're like you know this none of this makes sense or they'll have a hard time finding things about some of these characters or they'll look super different whatever it is um and so they're they're trying to align it more with what people recognize. And so about half of the line is going to be, you know, a lot of the characters that uh, that are easily recognizable from TV shows and movies. Uh, but then the other half will be more of the you know kind of creative, more out there type of stuff. And so you'll still get your Red Hoods and your Teen Titans and all that stuff. Um, but then they will be doing titles like uh, like Prez, which is a a a comedy. Uh, satire about basically about where we're at as a country where a teenage girl becomes president because of um like because people vote via twitter now or whatever and like all of her followers voted her and she had more followers than anybody else that was the dumbest thing i've ever heard it sounds like a really dumb premise it's a very intelligent book and it's actually really funny um but it's basically it's basically sort of this this kind of in a sense a dystopian future of like, oh hey, this is you know this is where we're headed if we keep valuing these stars more than, you know more than anybody else. It's uh, it's super weird. It's like you know it's kind of in the future and stuff. But there's a lot of books like that where it's just you know getting creative and stuff. <laughs> most followers gets to be president. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. Um, but yeah, so they're 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 hitting the reset button again, um, and they're they're you know 
going to be very Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman heavy, very Justice League heavy. Um, Aquaman's going to see a lot of attention, as well as all these TV characters like Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I Have you looked through uh, some of the, the things that they've announced as far as the titles that they'll be running, Chase? Uh, no, I haven't checked it out. It uh, sounds interesting, though, from uh, what you're saying. But yeah. I do, I don't know, I like... Ever since I've been watching uh, Flash and Arrow and stuff, they introduce and focus on all these characters that haven't been had a, haven't had a lot of time to shine. Yeah, you know that's what that's what I like. I like the more you know different stuff. Yeah, stuff you don't see every day, and I like when they um, add those characters in. So I'm I don't know I'm not sure if it's gonna because they're gonna be focusing heavily, and I like Batman. I like his stories, mm-hmm. uh, but they're gonna be focusing heavily on big stories yeah big world changing stories and for me i don't know i like the smaller stuff i like yeah um you know character driven and that's and that is one thing that's that's going to be interesting so they we talked about on one of our last episodes how scott snyder and greg capullo were leaving batman um but what they didn't announce yet is that they will actually scott snyder will be taking over um detective comics which is another another batman centric uh book um, and it looks like with that book, instead of focusing on all the big sort of crazy event stuff, you know, they'll be focusing on, you know, the detective type of things. Like if you listen to our, uh, episode where we talked about Batman Black Mirror, um, you know, it, it's, it's more personal, more of a kind of, you know, crime and detective story rather than being a superhero story. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's not driven. It's driven by the story instead of having like, oh, who's going to die in this world-changing event and yeah. how much crazy stuff can we throw into one book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like, I like the, the, the smaller stories, the ones that are like, you know, well-written and then span over several issues and then come back to what has happened. Yeah. Previously, they do that in Black Mirror. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, I don't know exactly, exactly how, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I like, I like those stories. I like that too, and it'll be nice too because detectives com- detective comics, rather than coming out once a month, is actually going to be coming out twice a month, um, along with action comics, which, which is a Superman title. Yeah, they'll be going back to their original numbering. Yep, correct. Yeah, there. So, which means within uh, within the next year and a half, they will hit issue a thousand on both issues. Well, they would have on both series kept with it. Yeah. So the first yeah they would have and so i mean they're they're basically they're counting all the numbers of what came out in the new 52 um so action comics are they counting those numbers yeah they're so those issues uh those issues that came out in the new 52 are still are are being counted as you know basically up to uh issue 957 so i think they're up now to issue uh 40 something on action comics or something like that all right um that'll be confusing because Uh, one of the Marvel comics did that when I was uh-huh. reading. It went from like 13, and they're like, yeah, it went back to its original numbering of 157. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I know. That's weird, right? So like, I was like, which one's next? There's no freaking 16 or whatever yeah. the next number was. Thankfully, it's only with action comics and uh, detective comics that they're doing that with, so it shouldn't get too confusing for things. Everything else is starting over at number one. They um, just want those to keep going for hundreds of years. Exactly. So action comics is going to start over in May at 957. Um, and then Detective Comics will be at 9.34. It's a lot. It's a ton of comics, man. Um, but there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff. So if we go through <clears throat> some of these comics that are, uh, that are coming out, if we look at June, 
Uh, these are definitely very influenced by what's coming in the movies and stuff. Um, Aquaman, Batman, The Flash, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, uh, Superman, Titans, and Wonder Woman. Now, the interesting thing to note here is, uh, you know, you're familiar with the Teen Titans, right? Yes. So, they're actually going to have two different series. One is called Titans, and one is called Teen Titans. The biggest difference is they are they are putting so they have a book coming out right now called Titans Hunt, um, where if you read the new Teen Titans book from the New Fifty Two, they basically disregarded the the original Teen Titans ever happened, like Dick Grayson, uh, Donna Troy, Wally West. Um, yeah, which is super uncool. Yeah, totally, and Roy Harper and all that. So they basically made it so that that never happened, except. Now, in, uh, there's a series coming out right now called Titans Hunt, which is actually really good. Um, it's revealed in this series, and basically it's a way of retconning that they ever retconned the <laughs> Titans out of existence. It's saying that, no, those Teen Titans actually existed, uh, but something crazy happened, and they actually made the choice to wipe all their memories and, and basically wipe them from ever existing so that they wouldn't remember this stuff. Um, so it's sort of this crazy sort of mystery story. But now they're actually bringing that stuff back into continuity with this series. They're like, what happened to them? All right, we'll, we'll come up with something. <laughs> exactly. So, so now the original Teen Titans are sort of a group called the Titans. So you have Roy Harper, Dick Grayson, um, possibly Donna Troy, uh, um, uh, Wally West maybe, although he's kind of depicted as being a lot younger in the New 52. Who knows if they'll change that around. Um, but basically they're bringing the, the original Teen Titans and now that they're kind of older and in that middle ground where, oh, and Nightwing's coming back. Um, yeah, you just said Nightwing. Like, yeah, I said Dick Grayson, but yeah, he's going to be Nightwing again. Oh, right on. Um, Isn't that basically what the Outsiders were? It's pretty much what the Outsiders were. And the Titans were, so they had a book called Titans before Outsiders came out. Because Outsiders is kind of a team that's been under a lot of different leadership. Like Batman was the leader of the Outsiders at one point. Um, so this one's kind of the team that's only ever been these characters. It's only ever been led by Dick Grayson, and it's kind of his team. Um, so, yeah, they're bringing back the Titans, and then they're also going to have the, the Teen Titans. Um, which are teenagers. Which are teenagers, The younger yeah. version. And apparently they're going to be led by Damian Wayne. Who knows, who knows how that'll work out or anything. I'm sure that'll I, create I a lot of conflict. I didn't know he was the leader type. I didn't, I, I've never thought of him as a leader type either, which He's maybe... He's always like a punk. Yeah. Like, rebellious. I don't know. That's why I kind of liked him. Like, I would never see... Um, Jason Todd leading a group yeah. of superheroes, maybe a group of criminals. Yeah, like like Red Hood and the Outlaws was a, a good group for him to lead. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I don't know. It depends on what kind of uh, gang or group yeah, they got. Totally. I mean, I say gang because he murders people. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Yeah, no, it'll be... I, I guess that does create some interesting story opportunities where if Damien's trying to lead but he is this punk kid, maybe that's part of the story. Um, who knows? So that, that'll be cool that you have Titans and Teen Titans coming back. Um, and then obviously Aqu- Aquaman, Batman, The Flash, um, and Wonder Woman are going to be probably very close to what they are in, uh, in, the, in the movies. movies? Yeah. Because they're all going to show up not, in Batman v Superman. I hope not exactly like how they look, yeah. you know? I don't know. That, I, I hope it is a bit different. It'll be interesting with The Flash if they have him more closely identified with the TV show or with the movies. I hope neither. I, I kind of like the comic book. Like, if we're watching the movies, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't really want more of the movies in comic book form. Yeah. I want the, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I, I'm different because I'm like, I want the comic book version I know. of things. 
a lot of other people might think it's really cool because I've seen it done mm-hmm. before where they make comic books out of movies yeah. that are like direct adaptations. Yeah. And the characters look exactly like the actors yeah. um, who portray them. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm just not interested in that. It seems yeah. poorly written. And well, because it seems just like a knockoff. Yeah. It's kind of like a novelty, like when they do yeah. with video games where they're like, well, we made a video game of the movie and it's always an awful video game. Yeah. So. I get to there. I, I do like I do like comic book Barry Allen more than I like Barry Allen on the show, or probably more than I'll like Barry Allen in the new movies. You know, especially like more grown up, you know, blonde, uh, family man type Barry Allen. I enjoy that a lot more than I enjoy kind of you know like post pubescent Barry Allen. You know, like yeah, I mean the the Flash TV show Barry Allen is not exactly. Comic book, Barry yeah. Allen. But he's, he's he's honestly more Wally West than he is Barry Allen. If you're coming from the comic books, like the the Barry Allen that we're seeing on the Flash TV show is probably seventy five percent Wally West. Yeah, well, they kind of mix the characters because yeah. I don't know. They got a new Wally West who is a very different. He's kind of a punk. He's annoying. I know anything anything that goes doesn't go his way. He's kind of he's kind of a whiny kid. Well, he gets upset really quick. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that we another will. time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just I I just wanted it to be comic booky. I like the comic. I don't like the where it's like very campy mm-hmm. and you know cheesy. I don't yeah. I don't like that. But I do like comic book has its own vibe, has its own you know thing, its yeah. own thing. Yep. So I hope they don't go too into deep because and uh, I'm worried. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm curious about Aquaman as well because Aquaman is in the movies. He is completely different. He's a completely different. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he dresses different. He's a different ethnicity. He's a different like he he's yeah overall v- looks to be a very different character. So he's he's gonna be awesome. He's gonna be great in the movie, but I don't know. Like, are they gonna change him to be Polynesian mm. in the comic books? Or are they gonna stick with the? Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Typical. I mean, I know comic books are overrun with white dudes. <laughs> yeah, um, because I mean, yeah. the era that they, they, most of them were created. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of hard to create new characters without making it seem like they're trying to create the character. Yeah, just to be just for that ethnicity, yeah, more diverse for diversity and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know which one is more, which one's better is to like switch it I, up or create new characters. I know what I what I kind of hope they like because I wouldn't I wouldn't mind the aesthetic altering like if they if all if in the new continuity if Aquaman's Polynesian and he's wearing a similar outfit or whatever, um, as long as they kind of preserve the characterization that he has in the comics, you know? Yeah. That that would be, like, the one thing where I'd be kind of, you know, iffy on. Because um, I do, I mean, obviously, the continuity that they built with Aquaman since the new 52 has been awesome. You know, it's been yeah. really good. But the thing I think is weird about uh, changing stuff like that mm-hmm. is most of the time, it's like, I don't really care. But if people get attached to the characters and, like, like for me and the Red Hood, he's one of my favorites because I can relate to him. Yeah, because you kill people. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like we kind of got the same look. Yeah, you know when people look like you, you're like they're like that looks like me. Dude. I kind of like that character. That's why that's why I like Wally West and Roy Harper. Man. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like weird if they like change a race. I'm not. It's not doesn't mean I'm like racist or doesn't like that race. No, I can't it's relate. Just, it's, it's just like, weird when your char- the character that you know in a certain way changes to a different. Way. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's awesome. I think the new Wally West, uh, the black one mm-hmm. uh, with the silver suit. The silver suit looks awesome. I think that looks yeah. awesome, but. You know, it's like if you were to be a big fan of Wally West because yeah. he's a little redheaded, freckled kid, and that's what you are. Yeah. And all of a sudden it changes, and you're like, oh, that's it was. It's it still was weird cool. For me it's at first, still cool, yeah. but it's like I don't know. Well, because it's hard. It's hard looking at like because for me, I like the I like the characterization of Wally West. 
um, that they've done in the new 52 as well as on, on the Flash TV show. But for me, it's hard to look at that and immediately think Wally West, you know, because yeah. because you're so you have so many years of, of oh he's this you know redhead freckled little kid, and then all of a sudden he's he has a completely different outfit, completely different face, completely different skin color, and it's like okay, and then not only that, but then the characterization is a bit different too. Well, and then that character is like gone. I like when yeah. like because what they do with uh, the legacy characters uh-huh. is when Wally West moves up to be someone else, then yeah. someone takes his mantle and looks exactly like him so they can preserve that totally. character. Well, and that's what happened. And in that the, look. Yeah, in the comics you had Barry Allen died in Crisis on Infinite Earths and so then Wally West became the Flash. And then a few years later, uh, Bart Allen who had been going under you know the, the name of Impulse, uh, who's Barry Allen's grandson from the future, then puts on the Kid Flash outfit. You know, he he becomes Kid Flash, and then it's like you have this legacy, yeah, with the Flash and with Kid Flash. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It'd be really cool, like, if they had, a, like, a new Robin, like, after Damien. Because I was like, yeah. I don't know how da- long Damien's going to last. Yeah. But have that person come in and be a different ethnicity with a new character. And, that would like, be cool. that's the new Robin. Yeah. Give him a new look. And yeah. so you still have, like, the other character, Damien. Exactly. Still... And that's And that's the part that I like more is when you have the same mantle like a legacy but it's a different character yeah like with aqualad you had you had aqualad the first aqualad uh garth i don't even think he ever had a last name he was never that uh cool i guess i don't yeah. know he was i mean he was lame in the teen titans when he came back as a uh, tempest like he died and then came back and took on the name of tempest he was i actually liked him a lot um but then you had calderam who took over as aqualad completely different oh, he's ethnicity cool. and stuff and he's awesome in, i freaking uh, love him young justice yeah he's the one that shows up in young justice yeah so it's um, like it's like this a legacy character, but totally, I, I like know. it better when it's just a, a sort of a new character that's introduced. You know that that is sort of that legacy. So like, if in the new Fifty Two they had still had Wally West exist, you know, but then he had just moved on or died or something like that, and then you know they just have a, a new character, a completely new character that comes in and and is that new sidekick or whatever. I don't know. Maybe they think that's too offensive. Like. It makes sense. It, it works better than just kind of like switching someone's. Yeah, because then because then you alienate the fans who are used to someone looking a certain way, you know. And it's I mean it's not even even down to race. Like some people do not like that Ezra Miller is going to be Flash in the movies because he has like dark black hair. You know, he, he's yeah, not he blonde have at all. The look. I mean, nobody was upset with Aquaman. No, nobody. No, because he's. I mean, Aquaman is an improvement. Like the the new Aquaman is definitely yeah, a huge most improvement. Most people in looks. think the Aquaman is lame, but yeah. The old Aquaman, yeah. I mean, they make fun of him quite a bit on Family Guy. No, totally. But the new, yeah, the new Aquaman looks awesome, and I think everybody thinks that he looks awesome. I don't know. I just think it's an it's an interesting uh, thing that they're they're trying to add so much diversity into comic books, which is you know really cool. Yeah. New characters, yeah, and except for you know something that's new that's not just some white dude. Yeah, exactly. But no, and I and I do like it, and like you know they've talked a lot about like. Um, you know, potentially having like a black Batman in the future, like having, you know, somebody uh, who was Idris Elba that was rumored a lot to, to be. I mean, ru- he's rumored to be everybody, but. That's true. New James Bond. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and it's not anything that I'm like opposed to, but it is kind of, it is weird when you're tr- like, you know, when it's the same character, the yeah. same name, but a totally different look and, and oftentimes a different characterization. It's hard to sort of get used to that. And th- and when you see that character, think of that character as yeah. you know. Well, I mean, like the new Nick Fury. Yeah, uh, it worked. Totally worked. But I, I was never attached to that character. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know how many people were. Mm-hmm. But 
Well, what what was interesting is that when they first when that when that version of Nick Fury first came around, it was in an alternate universe. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So it was in Ultimates? the Ultimates. Yeah. And they actually used okay. Samuel L. Jackson's likeness back in 2001. They got his permission to use his face for their Nick Fury comics. Really? They got yeah. his permission. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then it turned out, you know, ten years later, he was actually cast as Nick Fury in in a movie. Um, but you know, it wasn't until it wasn't actually until last year that uh, that Nick Fury was the main Marvel Comics Nick Fury. So what happened to the other universe one? Did they have a fight? It was Secret Wars. Secret Wars, and he won? Uh, he just sort of stopped existing, and then I guess the, this Nick Fury was like referred to as like Nick Fury Jr. or something, and so like he's like his adopted son or something like that. Like He's the original Nick Fury's adopted son or something. All it, right. I never actually read all of that stuff involving how they brought Ultimate Nick Fury into the regular continuity. I just kind of accepted <laughs> it. I was like, okay, they're changing it now, comic books, whatever. Um, yeah, it was all this long, convoluted stuff. Make the old one a grandpa like they did with uh, Jay Garrick yeah. and Young Justice. <laughs> I really like that, how instead of just like pre- pretending Jay Garrick doesn't exist, mm-hmm. they just be like, oh, he's old now. And that's how they did it. That's how they did it in Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, Jay Garrick was a character that Barry Allen read about in his comic books, in his Flash comic books. And so then when Barry Allen got the power of super speed, he called himself the Flash because of the comic books that had Jay Garrick. <laughs> But That's then cool. when Crisis on Infinite Earth happened, he finds out, oh, Jay Garrick is the Flash from a different universe. Like, that, that comic book I read was a reality in another universe. Hmm. And so then when the worlds came together, Jay Garrick and Barry Allen existed on the same plane, you know, on the same world for a little bit. But then Barry Allen died. And so then Jay Garrick became the mentor to Wally West when he became the Flash. It was really cool. Yeah, see, I like, I like when they have all these characters. You just keep adding characters yeah. and stuff. Gives you this uh, obviously, huge, there's like a bunch universe. that like are kind of hard to do, like Batman and Superman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Yeah, those would be kind of hard to like just change. Yeah, they did it for Captain America, and it worked out great. They had totally. Falcon. Mm-hmm. Well, they had Bucky first, and then Falcon. Yep. Um, yeah, and Falcon. Falcon's actually been uh, Captain he, America twice now. Yeah, which is I don't That's know. Cool. And and, th- and those stories have been awesome. I mean, Falcon Falcon as Captain America has actually been really cool. Um, I just like multiple versions of the same character without losing the other character. Yeah, the legacy. Because th- that, that's been one of DC's biggest appeals for like a really long time is, is their legacy. You have Green Lantern and Flash and, and Robin and a lot of these characters that just sort of the mantle just kind of keeps getting passed down, you know? Yeah. So instead of changing Hal Jordan to a black guy, yeah. they just made John Stewart a new dude. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, that's, that's the way I like it. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the best way to add diversity without... Um, Without alienating anybody. Yeah. Well, and, and because then the character's allowed to be themselves, you know? Like, they're allowed to a form new their own yeah. characterization without having to alter something that was already there. As long as they don't use any stereotypes. No, totally, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. for a while, like, back in, like, the 60s and 70s, there was a problem with that. Um, oh, dude. All those characters on Young Justice Season 2, mm-hmm. like, huh, those are pretty stereotypical. Yeah. Uh, interesting characters. Cause <laughs> they were all from a different, there was an Indian one. Yeah. Uh, well, Native American Indian. Yeah. I don't know which one's politically correct native american whatever i don't know yeah but yeah it's it's <laughs> he was like some navajo i don't know i know there's, there's was, a lot of them pretty stereotypical yeah and a lot of x-men too a lot of the x-men that they introduced were various and it was like you know chris claremont and and even like stan lee and some of the other writers that were involved in x-men over the years wanting to do the right thing wanting to bring in more diversity but do but it. they had no understanding of like well, how to the do way that. they see it is they're like all right everybody i know is white yeah. So like all these other people that come from different parts of the world, I'm just gonna go off of what I see in movies. Yeah, I'm gonna go off what um, I know as their culture. 
Yeah. So instead of having, you know, because other people think of America or white people, they always think of like cowboys or some crap like that. Yeah, cowboys are now fat people, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they just use it, what they know. And they're like, yeah, that's, that's, we'll bring that in. That'll be a good character. Totally. You know? Yeah. I don't know if that's offensive or not. I, I think, <laughs> I think it's like, you know, I mean, they were trying to do the right thing. And just, they just did not know how to do it right. You know, like, like Cisco originally, Vibe originally was a very, <laughs> very awful racist character. Um, and a lot of them, I mean, you well, know. I don't know if it's racist. Not uh, racist, but just very racist, stereotyped. Um, yeah. A racist, uh, if you're being racist, I think that yeah, it's, it's intent. Sort of, yeah, depicting them in a in a in Your an intent to light, be yeah. degrade them. Yeah, but they yeah, no, just they trying to include them. Yeah, they're trying to be inclusive. And they, they were accidentally no a little yeah. racist. Yeah, no, they is a lot of them were very stereotypical. And even like when when Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill created John Stewart, the, they had a lot of pushback from the publisher um, about like you know what they were they were going to name him originally they were going to name him Lincoln Washington and he was going to be like a, a reformed criminal or something like that um and neil adams like went into the the office of the publisher i can't even remember who the publisher was at the time um and basically said no you know he's uh we're not naming him this he's not going to be a uh a criminal he's going to be a a former Marine who is now a successful architect and we're not naming him after two presidents. And they're like, okay, you know, he's like, then like there was like pushback in the conversation. like, okay, fine. Then what would you name him? And he's like, I don't know, John Stewart or whatever. And then it ends up being that. And then another John Stewart ends up being a, a late night talk show host. Um, John Stewart late now. Yeah. Show host? Yeah. The Which daily one? show with John Stewart that went on for 15 years. I don't remember. I don't watch it. <laughs> that's where, that's where Stephen Colbert came from. Is the Daily Show with John Stewart? Is he that dude with the gray hair? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know him. Yeah, um, but yeah. So I mean, it was very interesting. Like comic publishers just at the time did not know how to include characters. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like if with the new stuff, how they're going to add in diversity yeah. and have they well, been doing like, it recently? They yeah. I don't know. They they've been. I mean, they've been doing it in certain like for instance, Miles Morales, fantastic character, a legacy character. I actually finished it. Did you really? Are it's you kidding? So good, man. How many it's, issues? Um, I finished. The original first thirty issues of Ultimate Spider-Man uh-huh. after um, he cha- after Peter Parker dies after Peter Parker dies and then I Dude. I read the story with Galactus when he comes uh-huh. to the Ultimate Universe and they're like oh crap who's this guy yeah they fight him and then there's the twelve more issues of Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man yeah and that's right before Secret Wars so you did so you did Ultimate Spider-Man then Ultimate Comics Spider-Man then Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, no, just Ultimate. I didn't do. I didn't read the Peter Parker one. I started right off. Yeah, so you did Miles Morales. So you did. So you started with the one that was just called Ultimate Spider-Man with Miles Morales, right? Yeah. And then did you go from that to Ultimate Comics Spider-Man? Oh yeah, it switches halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate then, Comics, and then there's a, a big event. I missed the big event at the beginning. Uh huh. Um, was it Ultimatum? Captain America. Uh, no, that was. I don't know when that was. Yeah. But it was with Captain America, and then he becomes president afterwards. Oh, that's right. And I didn't read that crossover, but the Galactus yeah. crossover I read. Oh, okay. Uh, which had Cloak and Dagger, which are these yeah. new characters, which are super bomb. And uh, yeah. Bomb Chick. I can't remember her name. Bombshell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was kind of cool. And they kind of formed this team, and uh-huh. that's the the new Avengers the new, yeah. after you know Galactus. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to read next is the Avengers with nice. Cloak and Dagger and Miles Morales and Spider- Cloak and Dagger are awesome. Spider Woman, the new Spider Woman is actually cool. In she, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. like Black Widow. Yeah, halfway through she shows up back and she's Black Widow, and I'm like, that's cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I'm sorry. 
no, so and actually, I want to I want to talk about Miles Morales for a little bit. Yeah, Dude. he's the perfect example of how to mm-hmm. you know if you want to change a character and create a new character yeah. with diversity. Um, yeah, because then. Way. Well, yeah, and because then, you know, ultimately, like, they could have brought Peter Parker back at some point if they wanted to, you know, they, after he died. They did. In the Ultimate Universe? Oh, really? It's really weird and doesn't make sense. Oh, is it the Spider-Man crossover? No, no, it's in Miles Morales right before Secret Wars. Oh, weird. Him and oh. Green Goblin show up. Oh, that's right, because they get, like, sucked through something or other. It didn't. I never read the explanation. They mm-hmm. just show up, and then he's like, hey, man, I need my web shooters back. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you can have them. So, yeah, you should read the, there's a comic book called Spider-Men. Where Peter Parker gets sucked into the Ultimate Universe and meets Miles Morales. Ah, uh, he uh, Miles actually refers that uh, references that. Uh huh. He's like in the Galactus because they go over to the regular universe to uh-huh. talk to uh, Mister Fantastic on how to defeat Galactus. Uh huh. And they're like, "Hey, I've already been there, so I'll go." Yeah, I've already met the other Peter Parker, so he does talk about it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I've never read that, that it, event. You can find it in Marvel Unlimited, just under Spider Man. It's a really cool, awesome crossover. It's only like four issues, um, or maybe even three. I don't know. I think it's four issues. Spider-Man. Um, check it out. But dude, how heartbreaking is that scene toward the beginning of Ultimate Spider-Man where um, I think it's like in issue number two or three when he meets Gwen Stacy right when Peter Parker just died? Or when he meets maybe Mary Jane, I think maybe he meets. He meets both of them. He talks to Gwen Stacy at the funeral. Yeah. And was like, hey, do you know... Did you, or ask something about him because he was trying to get information on how to become the new Spider-Man. Yeah, um, I think it was with his web shooters or something. Yeah, and she's like super, like bummed. Yeah, obviously Dude, that was like a heartbreaking scene, man. When I was reading that, I was like, I was having a hard time with it. It was just like rough because it was so emotionally raw. Like, and then Miles when he when he goes up to Peter Parker's body, like right as he's dying. Or oh, I never saw when was he was that, dying. You never saw when Peter Parker was dying. No, he dies at the um, in the previous comic or something. Because I thought, isn't there a scene in Miles Morales where it was either it was either Miles or uh, or Mary Jane uh, was like sitting at like like with Peter Parker as he was like drawing his last breath, like in his front lawn or something. It was like that. one of the yeah, it was one of the girls. Yeah, I don't remember which. I was surprised that Gwen Stacy was still alive. I was like, hey, <laughs> oh, you're dead. <laughs> She's dead in six one six, but in uh, in the Ultimate Universe, she never died. And the the Ultimate Universe is very close to Sam Raimi's Spider Man, uh, so Mary Jane was like the you know the first uh, the first girl he started dating rather than oh. Gwen Stacy, um, and and honestly that Ultimate Spider Man is really good too the Peter Parker one, um, but yeah man like Miles Morales is a is a perfect way of of doing a legacy character of bringing in more diversity. And then now they exist in the same universe now. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't pick one, so they obviously yeah. brought both of them back into. Uh, he's one of the characters they brought back into the new universe mm-hmm. after Secret Wars, after they combined. Whatever. Yeah, after Marvel's most recent reboot as well. Yeah, they're new. Something they mixed all their universes. World universes. Yeah. There's only one universe. Yeah, so it's kind of like Crisis on Infinite Earth, where all of them just sort of came together to be. So one. did they like have to kill off like half their yeah characters? They killed off tons of characters because I know Thor. Mm-hmm. From Ultimates universes, he's he's gone. Well, he's in a they create they create uh, spoilers. Yeah, if you plan on <laughs> they create some giant hole or some alt- empty reality uh-huh. to put Galactus the negative zone. Yeah, something like that. And Thor flies in there. Interesting, fighting off, trying to save Kitty Pride. Yeah, so he he's he's done he's done ski. He might be just chilling there. They said there's no way to get out, but I don't know. 
Never yeah, maybe at some point Ultimate Thor comes back and, and he's like, "Holy crap!" He's a villain or something. I've been hanging out playing cards with Galactus for the last. <laughs> Dude, and I love Ultimate Thor. Actually, Ultimate Thor is one of my favorite characters. Have you read the Ultimates at all? Um, no. You should. He uh, he doesn't have a cape, and no. uh, they that's what they based the new Thor off of. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the MCU. Yeah. So I think we're getting very sidetracked. We are. It's we're, all right. we I just don't get even care. talking about the comic books. <laughs> but yeah, we were, we're talking about the not. Marvel's reboot, but we're talking about DC's, DC's yeah. Reboot. But it's just the you know the diversity in how to introduce characters. But anyway, I guess that's a moot point right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, more of the big news is basically uh. So Batman Beyond is getting a rebirth. Hopefully they bring it back to Terry McGinnis and they don't have this weird alternate reality story where Tim Drake got sucked into the future and now he's Batman Beyond. Um. Sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um. They've got Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. So Batgirl's leading a, a team again. Um, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern. So apparently there's a new female Green Lantern and Hal Jordan is like training her. A female? Uh, yeah. Or no, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern core and then the actual Green Lantern book is like a new female Green Lantern. That's cool. What's her name? Uh, I can't remember. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, I mean, it, I mean, obviously it's another way of introducing diversity and they've done a lot with Green Lantern where, you know, they have different races, different types of characters. Um, they've had Simon Baz before. Um, you know, they had John Stewart, obviously Kyle Rayner and Guy Gardner. Um, but they've all been men. So that's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Uh, Nightwing's coming back. Um, Hellblazer, uh, John Constantine back in action. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Uh, I hope is... they fix that because um, after they got rid of. Starfire, uh-huh. they changed to just uh, the Outlaws, mm-hmm. and I I took one look at the art, and I was like, that is not Red Hood. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the art, the art I, don't, I didn't like the art at all, but I think someone might like the art and something else, but yeah. I don't know. It made me, I didn't like it. Yeah. The original, the original artist from the first uh, few, like the first 10 issues of Red Hood and the Outlaws um, is doing Ultimates for Marvel now, all new Ultimates. Um, so, you know, if you want to check him out, that's pretty Uh, cool. Yeah. I just kicked the mic. (laughs) Um, then we also have, uh, the Superman. So it's the super dash man. This in addition to the regular Superman title and action comics. Who is the super dash man? No idea. Has he got a picture? Nope. This is all just titles. They haven't released any artwork or anything yet. Maybe it's like a different, like a new Superman. I know. I'm excited. Um, uh, Batman Beyond, Blue Beetle, and Cyborg are all getting a uh, new series. I'm really excited about Blue Beetle. Jaime Reyes was another one of those awesome characters, a legacy character. The second one? Uh, the third one. Third. Oh, there's third? Yeah, so there there was the original Blue Beetle. I can't even remember his name. Then there was Ted Kord. Um, then Jaime Reyes. Well, they had the, yeah, the the one with the scarabs. Scarab, yeah. Scarab that's Jaime Reyes. Yeah, and the, the other Blue Beetles weren't like that at all. Yeah, Ted Kord was basically just a guy who invented his own technology type stuff that he used. Um, and both Blue Beetles are awesome, and what's cool is that they can still really coexist if they want to. Um, but Jaime Reyes was another one of those diversity, you know, characters that was created, you know, to introduce more diversity that was handled correctly. You know, he's a character that stuck, and in the New 52, he was mishandled, but before that... What are they doing with him in the New 52? He just, he had no place, you know, and like his stories were kind of muddled and weird, and his origin story didn't make sense because there were no other Blue Beetles and stuff, <laughs> and so like none of the oh, name great. stuff and everything made sense. Um, but I'm glad they're bringing that back. Uh, Deathstroke, obviously Earth Two. Is he young still, or I don't even remember that. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll find out. I think he's back to being old. 
I should read that. You should. It's it's actually a pretty pretty freaking good book. Uh, Supergirl, obviously, Teen Titans, and then Trinity. So Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. So not it's not going to be fifty two titles. No, just that many that you just read off. Uh, let's see, and then it looks like there's a couple more: Justice League Academy, uh, Harley Quinn, um, Gotham Academy, uh, Superwoman, and Super Sons are the the last two in the list. Super Sons. Yeah. So about that Trinity one, it's just going to be basically Batman v Superman in a comic book. Possibly. Like, I mean, they they the, had a the trin- trio. Yeah, of- <laughs> exactly. It's basically like Justice League. It's yeah. just like the heavy hitters of the Justice League. It's DC's Holy Trinity. Um, but yeah, so it'll basically just be yeah, the main characters from, from uh, you know, yeah, from Batman v Superman. Dude, I like how in the DC, uh, the, one of their most, in the TV universe when they're making the new TV stuff, uh-huh. that uh, one of their heavy hitters, the Trinity or whatever, is a female, one woman, and she's super powerful. And in MCU, all they have is black widow yeah <laughs> and she's cool she's a spy super spy super yeah awesome but you know i think they're gonna handle that a little bit better yeah than in the mcu you know having uh using the woman as you know what <laughs> they typically you would think yeah but one woman is gonna be a bad a as we saw you haven't seen the new trailer i haven't i i'm not watching them dude it's a good trailer it's so good anyway she's awesome yeah and uh that's just. I think that's cool to see. I'm not some sexist pig who thinks only men can be awesome. It's true. Yeah. No. Very <laughs> different genders can be awesome, contrary to to popular belief. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All men are pigs. Trust me. Yeah. Uh. But no. So I'm actually excited. It, it seems like, especially because Jeff Johns is uh, Jeff Johns is spearheading it, and he is kind of. I don't know. He's one of my favorite people at DC. He helps write the Flash, um, and he's been sort of their their creative force for a while. He's their chief creative officer, um, and so he's he's an executive at, at DC now. And he's actually, you know, he's he's making stuff happen. And and he wrote Green Lantern Rebirth. He wrote Flash Rebirth. Um, he's he breathed new life into Aquaman. Uh, you know, he wrote that Superman Birthright. Um, with a lot of characters, Jeff Johns seems to intrinsically understand what makes them valuable and what makes them resonate with people and so i'm kind of glad that he's the one heading it up um but that all being said if you haven't you know if you're listening to this and you haven't read comics before this will be a great time to read comics you know and kind of pick something up about characters you might have been curious about because it's a it's a perfect jumping on point for people who are curious and and want to know more about some of these characters um whether it be the big ones like batman and superman or some of the you know smaller ones that you see in the movies, like Aquaman, like you know even the Flash, even though there's already a TV show, um, Green Lantern, any of those, uh, or Cyborg. We're going to see Cyborg in Batman v Superman, and so that I'm sure that'll be a, a great one to jump onto. But I think it's a, it's kind of a, it's a good time to jump in on comics because I mean you experienced it with the New Fifty Two. You were able to jump in and yeah, and read a, a ton of it. I, you know, I read quite a bit of it, and I don't know. The one thing I don't like about the New Fifty Two is you know what they were doing with uh redconning a bunch of stuff and pretending like stuff didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, it's not that hard to like get on Wikipedia and see what happened. Exactly. If you want to. Yeah. But no, and that's a great method to read. Yeah. That's a great method to read comics. Cause yeah, you just, you run on Wikipedia, learn the stuff or even YouTube, you learn the stuff that, uh, that you should know before reading, you know, this, this comic or whatever. And if there's anything that pops up that you're like, what the heck is that? Just freaking Wikipedia. They have everything or they have a, what DC's new app. 
Yeah, DC All Access. That's uh, I don't know if that's going to have anything. It's got it's got a good amount of that stuff in there actually. So DC does make a lot of videos of like who is this character, who is that character for like people you see in the uh, shows and stuff. So like one of the recent ones they did was who is Rip Hunter. Um, and actually on our YouTube channel, we'll be doing a, a similar series about a lot of different comic book characters. Um, there'll be one coming up about like Cable, uh, Psylocke, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, a lot of the ones that are upcoming in the movies. Um, you know, even going down the line with like uh, Black Panther, um, you know, all the characters in Batman v Superman, tons of them, but more yeah, details to that's, come. That's the best way to do it as a, a new reader myself that has just recently started Yeah, is... You know, it's you'll catch on totally. And uh, there's nothing you don't know about. Just freaking Wikipedia. Yeah, Google it. Come to our website or our YouTube and yeah, check out some of the videos we'll be making. Take it to totes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the the long and short of of that whole event. We spent a lot more uh, a lot more time on that than I even planned on. Um, but so let's let's talk about some of the the movie stuff and and you know some of the. Some of the more broad things instead of being uh, so specifically comic books. So for anyone who is getting bored by the comic book talk, we apologize. Um, this is a comic book show, right? It is. It's this is a this is a this is a geek show. I think a a, a nerd show. This it's, is like we talk about whatever we want to talk about. It pretty much is. Like <laughs> you want to listen? Awesome. Yeah, I've I've know. I've told I've I've said it to people before. Like this show is basically just talking about nerd stuff and random crap on the internet. Like. It's what we do best. Entertainment. Yeah, like that's it's it's cuz we don't I don't I feel like we never really get too specific in terms of episode to episode what we're talking about. Um but uh yeah, so the one of the the big things that kind of came out uh this week is that DC's TV show, their comedy show, Powerless, uh has started to round up its cast. Is that the one where they are reporters or something, and they have to deal with all the superhero nonsense. They're they're in it's it deals with an insurance agency in the DC universe. Insur- that's it, insurance agency. Yeah. So when people's houses get wrecked, when their cars get destroyed by superhuman activity, these are the people <laughs> who have to deal with it. That's I'll watch that. <laughs> I'll watch that. Now, Chase, you know who the lead in this show is, right? Yes, I have a Facebook. You do have a Facebook. And that Facebook told me today that it's going to be Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens will be the lead in this show. She's not going to sing, is she? I hope not. Yeah. But that's interesting. I mean, that that that's an interesting choice, but that's also one that's going to get attention for sure for this TV show. And if I mean, it seems like they know how to get a show picked up for series. Um, cuz they start out with their lead being Vanessa Hudgens, right? And they go, "Okay, so that's that's going to draw in a lot of attention. Now, how do we how do we get people to stick with this comedy and actually find it you know, find it funny and, and find it enjoyable with the personalities in it. Who are some other people that have been really successful at getting, garnering fans' attention and stuff? Let's, uh, all right, here we go. I got it. I got it. Let's take two of the most, you know, revered shows that have been on television and, and pluck a couple people from there. So let's see. In, in the comedy realm, ah, Abed from Community. Perfect. So they cast Abed from Community, but they weren't done there. They decided to go after. A Firefly alum, a Joss Whedonite, somebody somebody with a whole lot of clout in the geek world, uh, Nathan Fillion's best bud, Alan Tudyk, is also cast in this series. I know, Chase, Chase has a hard time with that name. <laughs> I'm, I'm not immature. Every, every time Chase hears Alan Tudyk, he just thinks, too dick. No, that, what? No. <laughs> no. Alan 
Who's who's Alan? That's a <laughs> Alan. Oh, is that the part of the name it you're laughing at? Reminds me of the two and a half men, Alan, and I'm like, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> it's not the two dick part. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, so so they cast him, and then they cast someone else. I can't remember what her name was, but she was also another comedy alum. So that that casting alone, just between those three, I'm actually I'm sold. I'm watching it for sure. I'm well, on I board. think it's I think it's. Sounds funny. I mean, the, what I think of is something like The Office. I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, every time, it's always like The Office, but they're going to be like, yo, dude, uh, Green Lantern just blew up my house again. Totally. That's what I think of, too. It's like, it's mostly just an insurance agency, but you you deal with all that random stuff from, you know, the whole universe or whatever that they're existing in. Um and I, I like that, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, some comedy shows like, for instance, Rick and Morty is one of my favorites because it's just like, it's a comedy, but it's, it's a comedy about crazy, weird sci-fi interdimensional travel randomness, you know, like, yeah. and I love that. And so I, I love the back tones of having, you know, the superhero universe, but I don't know. I'll, I'll be watching it a lot. <laughs> a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, now you Chase Marvel has a new show coming out as well. Marvel, yeah. Marvel's most wanted. Marvel's most wanted. Is that right? That that is right. Cuz I don't watch any of those shows. Uh, Agent <laughs> Carter, Agents of Shield. Those are the only two, right? Yeah. Uh Agent Carter, Agents of Shield, uh and then Most Wanted are all. I mean, they're all connected, but the Netflix shows are much different than the ABC shows. Yeah. I'm a bigger fan of the Netflix shows. Me too. A little oh, bit more dude. excited for Daredevil. We only have like season a few. Two. We only have like a few weeks before season two. When does it come out? It comes out uh, late March. Late March, the same time Flash comes back. I think so. Yeah. yeah Mar- uh, Flash comes back March twenty second. I feel like. I thought isn't it like March eighteenth or something? I don't know. Something like that. I'm yeah. So they'll give us four hat. days to binge before Flash comes back. <laughs> Works for me. And I have two weeks to binge on freaking House of Cards before Daredevil comes back. Um. Anyway, so so yeah, if you if you've uh, watched Agents of Shield. This new show is going to center around um, Mockingbird from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well as uh, Lance Hunter. Um, I guess they're ex-spies and ex-spouses who are on the run with no friends, no S.H.I.E.L.D., and a long list of enemies looking to claim a bounty on their heads. Able to trust no one but each other, Bobby and Hunter form an uneasy alliance with Dominic Fortune, uh, a rogue adventurer with a wealth of resources and even more adversaries who agrees to protect them as long as they help him with his own agenda. These two heroes will help anyone in need, all while trying to uncover the conspiracy that put their own lives in jeopardy. Cool. I don't know, I don't know anything about what's going on I don't either. in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I, series. I have no idea. Um, I mean, if you're going to do a series like that, that's, that's kind of like agents of shield bothers me because so much of what it's doing, like is, is kind of restricted a lot by when the movies come out. And so a lot of the times they're not able to take creative freedom. And so if you're going to do a series in that universe, I think this is the best way to handle it. You know, like with daredevil and Jessica Jones and, and looks to be like with this, it's stuff that happens in that universe, but is unaffected by it. you know like it's not completely different because every movie movie in the marvel cinematic universe is connected one way or another and that kind of yeah. gets old so yeah when they came out with daredevil and jessica jones completely separate from uh what's happening in the movies small references tiny references perfect amount perfect it's like oh hey yeah i forgot freaking avengers is in this totally um universe as well but this is a completely different story 
with no intervention of any of the characters. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, that's super cool. So, you know, this will be the same thing. Mm hmm. But, yeah, I. From ABC? ABC? Yeah, from ABC, exactly. Um, so, yeah, they'll have now three Marvel shows on ABC um, and currently two on Netflix, but they're about to have their third in Luke Cage. Um, Luke Cage and then Iron Fist. And Iron Fist. They cast Iron Fist, but we'll get, we'll get to that later. Um, so this is, this is something that came out, and, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, Chase. Okay. So for the home video release of Batman v Superman, <laughs> there's going to be an R-rated Ultimate Cut. Well, yeah. <laughs> awesome, dude. I'm so stoked. Um, really? I was talking to this about some guys at work. There's a guy I work with who's always asking me questions about uh, comic book movies and all characters and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And he's the one that actually brought this to my attention today at work. He's like, dude, Chase, check this out. And uh, he's like, what is it going to be? Like, I'm dropping F-bombs or something? Be like Deadpool? Uh-huh. That's what he was thinking. And I was like, no, I think that they just made some really cool stuff. All that stuff that gets cut because... It's too violent or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're gonna put it all back in and then just give it to the movie so people have something else to buy and they can make more money, which is fine with me. I don't even care. Yep. Um, obviously, I don't care. But yeah, it's just gonna be a very violent version of the movie. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I do. You think this was a knee jerk reaction to the success of Deadpool? I was just about to bring that out. Dude. <laughs> exactly. Yes. They're like, oh my gosh, people actually want to see this crap. Uh-huh. And like maybe that's where our audience is because Batman v Superman, that whole universe they're creating is kind of like got a darker tone, way darker than Marvel. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, oh wait, that really worked for Deadpool. Uh, the violence, people love the violence. Uh, yeah, they, they also like the dirty jokes and the, you know, some other things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're like, awesome, this will be great. Um, obviously they can't mo- release that movie R rated in theaters uh-huh. uh, for fear. Of losing too much of an audience, like yeah. uh, I don't know, well, freaking Deadpool didn't lose that much of an audience. Deadpool didn't, li- but I could see a movie like Batman v Superman losing a lot of its audience from being R-rated yeah, because it's, it's not- a risky move. It's a very yeah. high budget movie. It's their flagship movie. It's starting their, and they're not going um, for the same type of tone. And it is, yeah, it is starting their. Yeah, universe. but yeah, I think yes, I think it's exactly. It's a knee jerk reaction. They're like, awesome. Let's see what happens with this uh, special edition Blu-ray cut of the movie mm-hmm. rated R with all the violence that we know everybody loves except for moms. <laughs> yeah, except, except for, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, except for people's moms. <laughs> yeah, your mom probably won't like it. No. Um, okay, so so we just mentioned it, but Iron Fist has been cast. Yeah. Danny Rand. Who? Dan- Danny Rand is the character Iron Fist. Oh, name. I was like, that's not the... His name's like... <laughs> Finn Flip Jones. Finn, yeah, Finn. I was going to say Flip, but no. His name Flip. is Finn. Mm-hmm. Uh, FN2187. He's... Is that the right number? Yeah, FN2187. 2187? Yes, man. <laughs> um, but he's from Game of Thrones. Do you remember who he, who he played in Game of Thrones? Yes. A very flamboyant high gardener um, who was secretly gay, but his sister knew he was gay the whole time. Oh, so that's who he was. He was because I, 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 I was I couldn't remember. Who yeah, he I'm was. pretty sure he's the, yeah, he's the very good knight. Uh, he's very good at fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, with, yeah, he was the one that that. Um, uh, what's what's her what's Natalie Dormer's character in Game of Thrones? What's her name? Marjorie. He's the one that Marjorie was kind of like covering up for and stuff like that for a long time. Yeah, so their brother and sister. Would know he was gay. Yeah, yeah, but um, what's her name? Redhead girl. Oh, Jean-Gray. Sansa. 
Sansa? Yeah, Sansa Stark Sansa was going to marry him. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't end up. But yeah, he's he seems cool. I mean, he kind of has got the the hair. Yeah. So it's he's got the same look, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I I'm excited about it. I mean, is, I I'm is just he glad gay that they in real life or is he just an actor cuz I'm pretty sure he made no out idea. with the dude. Well, I mean, a lot of actors do that. Um yeah, I have I have no idea if he is in real life. I don't really care. Um, I think I think you actually see him naked like you do. I remember you that. Do? Yeah. You see pretty much every character in that movie. <laughs> it's true. Pretty, yeah, if, if you've you been see, on Game at of Thrones, you've been naked. you see their butts, yep. which is like, eh. you see, You see their butts and their chests if you're yeah, either a man or a woman. <laughs> which, I mean, hey, equal equal opportunity to do today. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, so it does seem like, Chase, we, we had an entire episode basically about how much we hated The Revenant, right? Um, we did. We did. And it's 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 got a lot of nominations at the Oscars. Um but what's funny is that it seems like people are actually coming around to our side of the fence. Well, yeah, it's, I don't know, you know, I have strong opinions about that movie and yeah. what I consider freaking acting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I read an article that you posted. Yep. Um, we'll, have you posted it on our TMC BC? Uh, uh, I haven't, but I'll post it right now. TMBC. Uh huh. That is the name of our Facebook page. Yeah, at that might be cool. At that might be cool. Uh, but yeah, it's an article that pretty much says it's like you know talks it's, about how the academy um, confuses acting with effort. He put a lot of effort into this, like for sure, tons, lots of sacrifice, lots of suffering. Suffering for his art is different than you know actually doing good art and you know having a good performance. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's just. I didn't think it was that entertaining to watch, and I didn't. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because it's actually pretty impressive, but at the same time, it's. I don't know. It's not to me, at least. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of Leo. Yeah. His, his acting. I don't know. It's a hard subject because it's like he's really good, but it's like. I think he I'll does do put in a lot of effort. Effort. A plus for effort, but I'm like, <laughs> does that nominate you? But that, no, that 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 shouldn't. I mean, effort. You get an award for effort in Little League, not in the Oscars. Yeah, but he put in a lot of effort. Yeah, it's still he not Little League. The, he jumped in a lake. It was freezing. You get a Golden Globe for effort. You don't get an Oscar for effort. <laughs> <laughs> but but he was talking about how the Academy always chooses people who put in all this effort and transform themselves. Yep. Like Matthew McConaughey lost 30 pounds last year, or not last year. No, two years he, ago. Two years ago. For Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. And same with Jared Leto. Jared Leto, you know, portrayed uh, a trans, a transsexual uh, woman, um, which I mean, he did a good job. But it was more about the fact that he portrayed a transsexual woman than it was about you know how well he acted it. He did a really good job. He did do a really good job. Absolutely. Like, did he win for that? He did. Yeah. So, and that was that was acting. You know. Yeah. Like I actually believed that that character was who he was portraying it to mm-hmm. be. Um, when I watch Leo and The Revenant, I'm just like, okay, this guy. I, I see an actor trying really hard to act. Yeah. I don't see a guy suffering really reality. I'm like, that doesn't look real to me. Mm-hmm. It looks like Leo trying to get an Oscar. Yeah, and maybe that's just because he's been trying to do it, and there's all those memes, and everybody talks about how he has never gotten an Oscar despite the fact that he tries really hard. Yeah, <laughs> he does. So the yeah. movie has. Um, incredible cinematography i think it should be win for cinematography oh absolutely no um, question best movie no no, no. Just, i for me it wouldn't have even been nominated 
The cinematography is incredible. The cinematography is, and so right. for for best cinematography, absolutely by by all means, it deserves the award. It did look like a Vimeo. What's that? Vimeo, video. Oh yeah, like one of those landscape type. Yeah, it was videos. very you yeah. know with like like a YouTube video that like like the. The Good high, ones. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's the nice thing with Vimeo; it's a super high resolution upload. Yeah. So it it looked like a really long Vimeo. Yeah. Video. Yeah. Of you know, which was amazing. It was awesome to see some of the shots. Uh, some of them took a little bit too long and were kind of boring and didn't really make sense. Yep. And the filming took too long and prevented Tom Hardy from being able to be in Suicide Squad, which is okay with me because I think the guy that they got Joel cool, Kinnaman, and yeah. they can reserve Tom Hardy for something actually. Really cool. Yeah, something that's not Rick Flag. Rick Flag seems kind of like a douchebag. Yeah, and the I don't know. The guy looks cool. He's like, he's a shark. Uh, he's a crocodile, and he eats people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I am. I am kind of glad to see that more people are coming around to our way of thinking on that show. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I've got for news. Uh, or for you know, for the for the the nerdy nerdy world news today. Nerdy World News. Nerdy World News. I, I don't even know what to call, call it. it now. Ner- Nerdy World News. <laughs> I like that. Um, also, so I'll leave with a. We'll, we'll we'll end the show with a couple of things from the internet. Uh, here's here's one. Man changes name to Double Bacon Cheeseburger. Awesome. And yes, alcohol was involved. <laughs> Is it like the a tattoo place? Like they won't serve you if you're drunk. Like they won't give you a tattoo. They're like, no. They'll let you change your name? Yeah, they have to, you take a sobriety test to change your name. <laughs> Let's find out. Um, a British man, formerly known as Simon Smith, has changed his name I'd to... I changed my name, too. <laughs> Simon Smith? That's a very British name. It's true. Uh, yeah, his new or name Schmitty, is, is like. slightly more carnivorous. Uh, bacon Double Cheeseburger. The so, che- which one is, is, is his name? Double... Bacon cheeseburger? Three different words. Bacon first, last. Bacon double cheeseburger. That's his first name. Bacon is his first name. So yeah, there are three different names. Yeah. Bacon, and then his middle name is Double, and then his last name is Cheeseburger. So That's if cool. if he were read off in like last name, first name order, it would be Cheeseburger, Bacon Double. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That flows right off the It top. does. Um <laughs> The change was inspired, like many bad ideas, by an evening of drinking. It was a culmination of probably too many drinks in the pub where there was a conversation about names, Cheeseburger told the Evening Standard. Cheeseburger. <laughs> bacon double cheeseburger is pretty much the first thing that came up. Everyone loves bacon, don't they? So, like, how does that, how do you go about that? <laughs> like, you just show up and be like, hey, guys. Apparently in England, it's really easy. <laughs> I thought it was, like, a more of a process. I thought you had to, like, fill out a form and, like, you have to change a I know lot you, of stuff. I know I you mean, do in the U.S. I just don't know how he was able to do this so quickly in England. While drunk. While drunk. Was he like one of those guys that are really good at being drunk? <laughs> like, they appear like they're like, oh, I'm fine, yeah. but in their head, they're just like, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, in their head, the I'm world's spinning. So drunk, nothing makes sense. But in, in real life, he's like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> um, how old would you guess that Mr. Cheeseburger is? 21. 42? Uh, right in the middle, 33. 33. He's 33 years old. Uh, he told the newspaper his moniker is the most ridiculous thing he and his friends could think of. My friends were quite supportive of any... Actually, uh, this is in England, dude. What am I doing? My friends were quite supportive of anything that makes me look silly, as good friends are. Cheeseburger told his, <laughs> said his new name hasn't affected his career as a consultant in the oil and gas industry. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to Mr. Cheeseburger. 
What? Are you saying I'm fat? No, no. Mr. Cheeseburger. That's his office. Hey, sorry. So, yeah. Sorry. Bacon's out of the office today. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> um, Bacon? Uh, Mr. Cheeseburger? Uh, shoot. Uh, so... His business cards all say Bacon D. Cheeseburger. What What did you want for lunch? <laughs> he's got, like, an assistant that he's given a sticky note with, like, his lunch, and she has to, like... She's, like, marking everyone's name above what they ordered, and then she gets to his, and she's like, oh, crap. Was he ordering a cheeseburger or was that just me putting his name what ah crap i can't remember uh i better play it safe and get both i got you a bacon double cheeseburger ha 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 very funny <laughs> i wanted a salad i want to diet jeez yeah i'm a freak my work speaks for itself people keep hiring me he told the bbc people keep hiring him i'd name our guy named cheeseburger i would love to like go to work and be like hey what's up bacon <laughs> what's sizzling what's up b-double so yeah what would you change your name to if you wanted if, to if if i could change my name to absolutely anything anything in the world uh see that's a tough one because i have i have thought before about changing it to wally west wally west oh yeah you know, uh, yeah. Just, just become become the role um no but if i if i were to change it to absolutely anything um, I'd probably be Pepsi Coca-Cola. Pepsi Coca-Cola. That's... Pepsi Coca-Cola. So my first name would be Pepsi. My middle name would be Coca. And then my last name would be Cola. So if you just read my first and last name, it'd be Pepsi-Cola. But if you read my oh, whole name, it'd be Pepsi very, Coca-Cola. Very creative. Right? You like that? What about you? Uh, Taco Blaster. Taco Blaster? <laughs> I got, shoot. Dude, that well, reminds... my middle name being Fire. <laughs> Taco Fire Blaster. <laughs> It sounds like a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Know, that, that sounds like something good. that's actually on Taco Bell's menu right I now. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I never eat a Taco Bell, but if I were to go there and be like, hey, can I get a Taco Fire Blaster? They'll I'm, be like, sh- I'm sure they'd be like, okay, yeah. It's like on their secret menu. menu they'll be like, oh, dude, there's one that wasn't. Give you like Taco a nod. Blaster. Yeah. <laughs> you want a Taco Fire Blaster? <laughs> Shoot, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> That reminds me of one of the best ideas ever, and that is uh, Taco Copter. Have you ever heard of Taco Copter? A helicopter that sh- has tacos? Made out of tacos. A helicopter that delivers tacos. Delivers tacos. That's, so that makes it's a drone. Sense. Yeah, it's a drone helicopter that drops tacos to you wherever you are, but they couldn't get approval from the FCC. So it never happened, and Taco Copter was not a reality. What? I know, right? Why did the FCC care so much? If people want to get sick from eating airborne tacos, <laughs> let them. No em. idea. No idea. I feel um, like they'd have a bird problem. <laughs> Oh, okay. See, dude, Cheeseburger's a liar. He's a freaking... He's misleading. Why? Because on on his resume and on job applications, he uses his he uses Simon Smith. Cheater. Right. If your name is Double Bacon Cheeseburger... Bacon Double Cheeseburger. Bacon Double Cheeseburger? Yeah. Double Bacon Cheeseburger. Bacon Double Cheeseburger. It's Double Bacon Cheeseburger. No, in the UK, it's Bacon Double. What is wrong with them? <laughs> the metric system. Do- double Bacon Cheeseburger. Yeah, here it's Double Bacon. They use the ba- metric double, system. Double they wouldn't bacon. know what a quarter pounder with cheese was if you well, told that doesn't them. make any... It's a Royale with cheese. This, that doesn't have anything to do with the... No, it doesn't. The order that you say a Bacon Double Cheeseburger I just, or I just like making a Pulp, Pulp Fiction reference. Oh, was that Pulp Fiction? Yeah, in the opening scene when uh, when Vince and... Uh, never oh, saw it. What, Sam, what? Are you freaking kidding me, I've never seen the beginning, Chase? okay? I've never seen the whole thing all at once <sighs> in one sitting. I've seen many scenes. You're the worst. Um, 
randomly, and I don't know what the movie's about at all. Jeez. There's a boxer. Some guy blows some guy's brain out on accident. Which Dude, is cool. this is a crime. I know. I Kay. don't know. But we're watching, we're, we're watching Pulp Fiction soon. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's... It's, <laughs> I'll usually drop that bombshell after the contracts have been signed. <laughs> so how long is his name Double Bacon Cheeseburger? But bacon double cheeseburger, whatever. Apparently, it's been there for a while. Like they're not saying how long. Like if he's he had if it. he's had several jobs and like people keep hiring him, that means several it's, jobs, and he seems pretty good at what he does. So, um, well, actually, I don't know. It's but, uh, yeah. All right. That I mean, you could have been right when he actually made the decision. He might have been he might have been twenty one when he made that decision. <laughs> He'll change it back when he's forty two. There we go. I got it. You got it. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, that uh, that pretty much does it for our show and for the things for the inter- from the internet uh, segment of it. But uh, other than uh, other than our typical message of of stay cool and follow us on social media, that might be cool. What else you got for the people, Chase? What are you going to leave them with? Well, this is Taco Fire Blaster signing out with my good friend Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Pepsi Coca Cola. Pepsi Coca Cola. Pepsi yeah. C Cola. Sure, whatever. Stay cool. Peace out.